0: Pew, 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 Hey guys, Michael here. Let me take a break from gaming real fast to tell you about squad.com. The Multiplayer Gaming Podcast is an independent podcast, which means we depend on listener support to do what we do every single week. So if you're really enjoying what you're hearing and the content we're putting out, consider supporting the show. We also give you extra perks like bonus episodes, which are really cool. It's really just a bunch of fun banter and all kinds of cool stuff, and we talk about random things. So if you want to support the show, head over to multiplayer and get started right now. All right, on to the show.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are three lifelong gamer dads who love to hang out and talk about video games. Today is Thursday, which means we are going to be talking about This Week in Gaming by breaking down recent gaming news. Please take a brief moment to rate our show five stars and leave a written review. Please also consider supporting us on Patreon. Support starts at five bucks a month and you'll get some bonus episodes on our squadcast feed, which is a lot sillier than this show. And on top of gaming, we debate things like what makes the best sandwich? What were your favorite slang words as a kid? And which is more of an actual salad, fruit salad or potato salad? (laughs) Just check out multiplayer squad.com to see our Patreon page. I am your host, Paul, and I am here, as always, with my two gaming brothers. First up, he's been busy as an assassin because of his personal creed. It's Josh.
0: Hey! I would never assassinate anybody, (laughs) Paul, and get caught.
1: (laughs) Right. Oh, man. And with us, he is busy as a campus administrator designing and running his own university, it's michael
0: oh i feel bad for every (laughs) student there i don't even i don't even know what that university would look like
1: you don't have the credentials to run a university by yourself michael
0: i I can fake things really well so i'm gonna say (laughs) sure i can make it happen you know you build a strong team around yourself and you look good
1: there you go exactly right people that's exactly what i was gonna say partner with the right people and uh rising tide floats all boats
0: that's kind of like the show i don't I don't actually contribute at all, but people are like, you know what? Your
1: show is great. I'm like, thank you. They're like, no, the other two guys do a good job. Oh, Michael. No need to be so uh, so humble. We love uh, having you here. Thanks. So this week in gaming news, I don't know that there was anything necessarily earth-shattering, but there's a lot that we're going to talk about here. Let's start things off by talking about Assassin's Creed. So we had seen some rumors online that the next Assassin's Creed was going to be called Mirage, And then Ubisoft officially announced the next game, which will be called Mirage, and they are going to be sharing more information at Ubisoft Forward on September 10th. What do you guys think about this news?
0: Why don't they call this game what it really is, Assassin's Creed Reskin? Like every Assassin's Creed game, it's just the same thing. Now, now, Michael, (laughs) they change like one little part of the story to where you're a different assassin or you're in a different 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 time period, you know, (laughs) that's true. And that is what I like about the game. Wait, do you mean that the gameplay is exactly the same as every other game, except that they went from like sneakily assassinating people to just being a giant open world game with multiple quests and fighting? insert uh yeah enigmatic agreement here are, are, are with you, you. Are, are you wait are you talking about ubisoft how they haven't changed their formula in like the last 20 games that they've made yeah and it's different like if if you're not changing the formula on something like chicken noodle soup that's already great that's different but you've got to change with the times when it comes to games yes the ubisoft formula of keep it the same just make it look a little bit different
1: so it sounds like neither of you really care at all about this news. Now, Josh did say recently that Ubisoft is dead to him. He has no plans to play any of their games anytime soon. Uh I I, I might be in a little bit of a different place. I have not played an Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag, which I cannot believe is nine years ago. Wow. And I actually do have a little bit of a hankering for some Assassin's Creed. It's been a really long time. I played one, two, and then Black Flag so I know on our Squadcast episode, we talked about how Assassin's Creed Origins is available for free on Prime Gaming. I'm going to go ahead and download that and, and just play a little bit of Assassin's Creed for free, because it's been almost a decade for me. I, I, we talked
0: about this a little bit on the Squadcast. The last Assassin's Creed game that I actually played was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought it was plenty fine of a game. I mean, beautiful graphics, good gameplay, good fighting Giant open world, some sailing that was akin to Black Flag, I guess, because I never played Black Flag. Um, it just, it just didn't grab me, man. And and I think I'm gonna stick with the. I'm just done with Ubisoft. I I really, I mean, the games were amazing at the time. I just am so tired of that formula at this point that I have zero interest. I mean, until an Assassin's Creed game comes out that is getting 10 out of 10s and everybody's like, this is the most revolutionary game I've played in years, I I, I just have zero interest in, in Ubisoft anything at this point. Well, but this one's different, Josh. This It's one... a mirage, Michael. Don't believe yeah, it. Uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, at least they're admitting words. to it at this point. Yeah, like, know. yeah, we really didn't change anything. This is just a mirage. The cover art's different, but it's the same game we've released well, and according to what has been released, uh, arguably leaked uh, to the press on accident, but not leaked because it was revoked on Twitter or someone canceled it, whatever. Uh, this is like a sequel to uh, a DLC. So, nope, that means more of the same.
1: Well, I, it, it looks like the main character is probably, I think his name is Basim, which I wouldn't know because I didn't play Valhalla. Yeah. But I think I read that the art looks to be that character. So it looks like they'll dive more into him. Uh, I did also read that they are going to be going a little bit back to the original formula, for better or worse. I know you guys are complaining that they're all the same, but most of the Assassin's Creed players did complain that they went more wide open world and less stealth. So for the core base, it sounds like they're going a little bit back to these days of stealth and assassination, less like what we saw in Valhalla and Odyssey which to me sounds a little bit more up my alley. I like stealth games like whether it's Hitman or Assassin's Creed. I I'm I'm into that style. So this is one that I'm going to have on my radar. It's not a, a a definite buy, but if the buzz is good at release, I might look into it. I will say if they're
0: going to go to one direction or the other. I actually do prefer the stealth aspect. The last Assassin's Creed game that I played, I don't remember which one it was, but I actually beat was the one where you're, you're the white cloaked assassin guy. It's where you first kind of start to come across the animus, I think is what they call it. I think that's the name of it where you get in the machine and you get glimpses of the future the past or something like that. Weren't those the and first 3
1: Assassin's Creed? Weren't I th- I those think the Ezio games I and the movie that's, too? I think that's
0: the one. Yeah. So I maybe it, you know it was more like a Renaissance type era Assassin's Creed. You're pushing through the crowds, you're bumping people, you knife the prefect in the kidney and then you slowly away or whatever that that was fun like i liked it back in the day that was you know still fairly unique and stuff i'm not a huge fan of stealth games i like a little bit of stealth i don't want to be forced into stealth always but if they go that route that would be actually better to me than the odyssey type where it's just like i don't really have a lot of direction it doesn't feel like that finely crafted experience it's more just like you can do whatever and then it's like all right it'll be soft i'm done with you it's kind of awful because Paul's actually kind of talked me into thinking about playing an Assassin's Creed game now. Um, but the only reason really is honestly because I'm a history buff and I, I like to play games that are historical. And so that's really, that's what I appreciate about these games. So maybe for me, it's okay that they're all the same. I just get a risk into a different time period and more history. But... I mean the one we talked about on the squad cast that's free right now. Um, was it Odyssey Origins? Origin? Yeah, the O one, the one with an O. Uh, <laughs> the other O one. <laughs> the other O. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting to me, but may- maybe this one will be a little different. But I-, I agree, though. I do like I do like the stealthiness. I love how you're kind of like sneaking through crowds and stuff. That was unique. Um, maybe my exhaustion from this franchise is because it became more like The Witcher and Skyrim and just like open world walk around sandbox.
1: Well, for what it's worth, they did say that this one will be smaller in scale. They don't plan on making it quite as open world. And I I do actually think that's a good thing. Keep it a little bit smaller. Give us the tighter cities. And I think that's where Assassin's Creed shined best, at least in in what I remember only from the first four games. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to the next story here of the week. Now, uh, on our last Twig episode, we spent our entire time talking about Gamescom. And what's really interesting is that there is one game that we did not talk about at all. And it's a little game called Flintlock The Siege of Dawn.
0: Yeah, Flintlock! Yeah! yeah all right. this, this is the one now, I'm excited about, Paul.
1: <laughs> okay. Come on! Josh Josh linked this article. I'll 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 hold off on my opinions for a minute here. But let's just say that the IGN article about Flintlock has this headline flintlock the siege of dawn is genuinely an elden ring and god of war mashup now i (laughs) I can't say what just happened but something (laughs) exciting just happened inside me oh my goodness noises josh josh might die (laughs) now (laughs) if that headline is not enough to get you excited matt perslow the guy who wrote the article said i walked away from the appointment convinced that flintlock is the best thing that i've seen at gamescom so, we watched a little bit of footage, we've read some articles, how do you guys feel about Flintlock? I don't know, man, I mean, kind of meh, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh is clearly very excited. I um, think underplaying this, I a think little this bit. game looks incredible! Apparently, I don't know if I'm I'm unique in this, but dude... Give me combat from Elden Ring, the Dark Souls combat formula, which I love, dude. I love having full control of my character. I love knowing that when I died, it's because it was my fault. I love these huge boss fights. I love multiple different moves and weapons. And just give me those choices on how I want to play the game and how I want to do combat. And then mix it with the amazing cinematics and in-your-face like camera angles and just brutality of God of War. And that art style from God of War, this is like, it's, it's like everything I could ever want. <laughs> the initial impression that I had from this, watching the entire gameplay release, which, which is awesome because we finally get a trailer with gameplay. Like a lot of the Gamescom stuff was a trailer. This actually had real gameplay, which was nice. My initial takeaway was, oh my goodness, this looks hard. It looks like Elden Ring as far as the combat goes. And I don't know if they were just showing off that you can play that way, but there's a lot of dodging, a lot of rolling. There's a lot of try not to get hit. Every single mob that you hit is like... it's You're killing them with like one or two shots, kind of like Elden Ring, but it's hard to get those in because the mobs seem like they're smarter. They're blocking more. But then you also add in this cool effect with a pistol and some magic like you turn into like this flying fox every once in a while and you're like going through these triangles that's actually your pet you don't turn into it it's like your companion that accompanies you you. when you fly it looks almost like you merge with it for a second and then maybe it's weird maybe it's i don't know what it's doing but it is definitely a pet yeah yeah i would say it's more like a familiar i think where it actually like it enhances your gameplay or something but it does look like the combat from elden ring and it looks really interesting and again it it is a beautiful looking game. So I'm. while I'm a little more tepid than Josh is, I am definitely excited and intrigued by this title.
1: Mm. Well, I don't want to sound like the downer of the group, but when I see Elden Ring meets God of War, right off the bat, I'm thinking BS, because you're talking about two of the best games of the last 10, 20, 30 years, arguably. And when I first brought up the footage... Guys, the graphics are not very good in this game. This game what? cannot what? hold a candle to either Elden Ring or God of War. I, I don't know if we watched the I same trailer. I think trailers. they're plenty fine. Yeah. I, are you
0: watching what we're watching?
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, I put it on the max resolution. I thought it did not look terribly great. And I thought that the weapons looked so elementary. You're fighting with this rusty looking axe. It looks like if you found an axe in like your grandfather's attic. <laughs> it's like a boring weapon uh it's a lot of dodging i'm sorry dodging doesn't do it for me in games i don't just want to dodge 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 swing once dodge dodge you guys know i'm not a fan of Soulslike games anyway so this is <clears> not really made for me while i could appreciate a lot of the things elden ring brought i always thought that the least fun thing in that game were the basic combat. And so for this one, <laughs> the dodging doesn't do it for me. The graphics weren't doing it for me. I did think it was neat to mix guns with magic. That's the one thing that I did think was cool. So there's a couple different videos that have come out. And in one of them, the uh, game designer was talking about how they wanted the technology to be like the time of Napoleon. And so you've got this pistol in your left hand, your, very vanilla axe in the right hand, and you can also use dark magic. So I did think that there were some neat ideas here. When I watch this footage, though, I'm not seeing anything nearly as good as Elden Ring or God of War.
0: I feel like we literally just did a Make Love, Marry murder, and each of us picked one on this trailer. (laughs) That's very true. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm watching, I'm rewatching the video for like the 10th time right now. I think the (laughs) graphics look great, dude. Like, I don't know. Maybe your internet was bad or something. I mean, they're not up to God of War standards, but not too many things are. God of War on PC was one of the most beautiful games I've played. Um, I get that the axe is a plain axe. It looks okay. like an axe from Home
1: Depot. It's I mean,
0: probably a level one, one axe, though. So. They're probably yeah. Thank you, Michael. They don't want to yeah. give away anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, how uh-huh. good does an axe uh-huh. need to look to be able to chop something? Uh, I mean, to me, this game is... I am very excited about this because the combat is very Dark Souls-ish. The graphics and the camera angles and the -the over-the-top animations and stuff are very reminiscent of God of War. I fully agree that this looks like a very good mashup of the two games. I I'm pumped, man. I mean, it doesn't come out. It, the The only thing that kind of sucks is the when you look up the release date, which I instantly looked up because I'm really excited. Is it just says early access, uh, early, early 2023? Which yeah. then it's like, well, crud, man. Like, does that mean that this game's going to release in early access? Spend a year in early access before they release? I just want I want my brain to forget about this game until it's like a few, like a month out, and then let me get excited all over again. Yeah, I I think 2023 actually means 2024, given the history of game releases over the last six to eight months.
1: Yeah, Th- this to me just looked like a very poor man's Elden Ring and a very poor man's God of War and and mashed together. Well, call me a poor man because I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy that you guys are excited. I, I I really am. This one just didn't do it for me. Once I see other footage later, maybe it will. I I I would still say I'm more excited about like, Forspoken, which I'm not even super hyped for, I'd still rather get my hands on that than Flintlock. Hmm. But we'll have to wait and see. Now, speaking about God of War, the far superior game, let's spend a little bit of time talking about God of War. Okay, have so, I said how much I love this episode so <laughs> far, guys? This is like,
0: I feel like it's my birthday or something going on right now.
1: <laughs> we We talk about God of War Ragnarok every opportunity we get, even if it's a very small piece of news. We'll talk about it. Well, this week, Game Informer was able to release a 100-second video, which, by the way, it wasn't even a full 100 seconds. That like was clickbaity. 30, that was clickbaity. Oh, yeah. 30 I started going, where's logos. the 100
0: seconds of combat? Yeah. And then I realized that they were talking about the entire video being 100 yes. seconds, and I was like, you
1: <laughs> suckers, man. It was really more like 60 seconds of combat footage that we got to see, but... This kind of confirms some things that we had suspicions of, and it also got to highlight some things that we had not yet seen. So, for example, this did confirm that we will have access to both the Leviathan Axe and the Blades of Chaos, which I think is a great thing.
0: I think so, too, man. They're adding to the combat. Um, And it's funny because I love God of War, so I do a lot of reading and, and anything that I can get for snippets for Ragnarok. They're not overhauling combat. Like, let's be clear. This is, these are just minor additions to the combat in the game. The combat in God of War is fine. Like, I, if nothing changes, I'd be okay with that. What they're doing is they're just tweaking it a little bit here and there. So, if you're expecting like a massive overhaul to God of War Ragnarok's combat system, that's not what they're doing. You don't mess with something when it's really, really good. And so what they're doing is they're just giving you a few more options in the combat so that you can infuse your blades, uh, or your axe with, you know, ice or fire elements. They've shown a couple moves from that. They've shown a couple things where it's like you can pull enemies towards you. You can use your blades of chaos, uh, you know, to like grapple up to ledges and things like that. So this is not reinventing the wheel. Don't take it like that. It's just saying, Hey, we want to give you another option or two in combat so that you can kind of get into that flow a little bit differently if you like. And part of that's that they've given like more shield options and they haven't gone super in depth with that. But I do know that they've introduced a different cup, co- like a couple shield types to where like, it's almost like a uh, black Panther where the suit absorbs the kinetic energy. So they mm-hmm. have a shield where it'll absorb the hits and then you can do this like shockwave thing with it. Um, they've got one that does like a bigger knockback and a stun or something along those lines. Like I said, the details are still a little fuzzy, but they have basically said, we're trying to make tweaks, but we're not messing with the formula overall because it just works. Yeah, I watched this trailer and or the gameplay and my thought was, yep, looks like God of War. That's all I thought. But that being said, I did not play much of God of War. I played about two hours in and i it didn't suck me in at all like not even a little bit i really think i have to go back and play that game because i know how excited you guys are about it it's at the top of our leaderboard it's number 2 which is incredible um the game's got to be awesome but man i i just was not impressed with my first 2 hours i got bored and just stopped playing and never went back to it so me watching this this combat i'm like it looks just like the combat that i didn't wasn't excited about before like what's different and maybe they're using the ubisoft formula where if it kind of works just go don't with you, it don't you don't you don't you say <laughs> that you're I don't you I say that. that no stabby, stabby, stab no. stab
1: stab <laughs> well yes so this very much looks like god of war but i thought it looks much more energetic much faster paced you are playing much more aggressively and everything is more vertical so when you play mm. combat in god of war everything more or less is on flat ground yes there are times that you activate lifts or you walk upstairs, but you're never really fighting on multiple levels. You're, you're always just fighting on level ground. This shows combo moves where you hit an enemy, then you knock him off the ledge and then you leap off and you do like a mega slam with your Leviathan axe right into yeah, the guy's that was head. Cool. So the fact that they showed all that, I thought that, that it made the combat look even better and the combat In God of War was already a 10 out of 10. So this looks to me exactly what you're looking for. It is 95% the same, and they're adding 5% on top. That actually really did get me excited.
0: Yeah, like Josh said, you get to be Black Panther.
1: Yeah, I mean, a little bit. (laughs) So like talking about the shields a little bit more, the names of the two shields are Dauntless and Stonewall. And if you guys remember, this is the one thing that I said I was curious to see if they would do. Because I said they've already created the Blades of Chaos. Then they created an equally iconic Leviathan Axe. What are they going to do with the shield? We need to have an iconic shield. And I don't know if we're going to quite get that, but the Dauntless shield that you use is all about parrying. So you don't actually use it to block. You time your parries, and as you get successful parries off, your shield will start to glow red. And you can use it to smash, throw, and stun your enemies. And then the other shield is called Stonewall. And that's where you do traditional blocking. That's what Josh was also referencing, where each time it gets hit, it starts to gather more kinetic energy. Mm. But the more energy it has, the worse job it does as blocking. But then you can unleash that power and you do like a massive knockback to everyone around you exposing them to more damage so this is exactly the kind of stuff i was looking for this got me super hyped for ragnarok which is now only two months away that's crazy it's coming so soon can we all just agree that kratos is like the coolest thing on the planet He's way up there. I argued he's not the greatest dad when we did our our, our tournament. He's the best. In every way, he's the best. (laughs) Uh, Emotional support, Josh? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that he's the best for that. Tough tough love love, sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Thank
0: you, Michael, voice of reason of the podcast. Yes, that's right. Um, Here's the thing that's killing me, guys. There is no way that my wife is going to be okay with me spending $500 for a PS5 just so I can play God of War Ragnarok when it comes out. Paul, you have a PS5. Michael, you have a PS5. Andy, a good friend of ours, has a PS5. All of my close friends have a PS5. And here I am going to be rushing everybody saying, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Have you played it, Paul? Have you beat it, Michael? Michael, are you done with God of War Ragnarok yet? Because I really need to borrow your PS5 on this, man. Don't tell me anything. I don't want to know anything about the game. But just hurry up and play it. Hey guys, I feel like this is a good time to go ahead and plug multiplayer squad.com. Head over there and support Josh's <laughs> need for a PS5. We'll crowdsource this. <laughs> right. Right? We'll yeah. oh, I could just see me going to my wife going, Hey. Uh, I need to buy this PS5. Okay, how much is it? I don't know, like five, six hundred bucks. Well, what do you need that for? You don't even play consoles, really. Uh, I need it to play this one game. Wait, one you, game. You want, you want one game? You want it to play one game? Well, yeah, but you see. Yeah, so. But it's
1: a really good one game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll be surprised it'll be co-op and you can come over and just play
1: it with oh, me. Oh, man. <laughs> I can promise you it will not be co-op. Yeah. And I have a feeling I'll, I'll be the first one to finish it, Josh. I'm pretty sure it'll end up being my PS5 that you'll end up with. I'll, I think I'll, so, too. I'll knock too. it out quick.
0: Oh, challenge accepted. Paul, just be aware, <laughs> if
1: you see some strange
0: guy peeking through your window it's, you, you know, in the middle of the, the night, binoculars. that's just me. That's just me. Don't call the cops. He's oh. not even wearing a mask. He'll just take his beard up over his face a little bit. It's long enough.
1: <laughs> oh, so yeah. Any God of War news is good news these days, and you should go check out this footage. I thought it was very, very cool.
0: Yeah, it's very God of Worry.
1: <laughs> it certainly is. I can't deny that. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so let's talk a little bit. About a game that has become a little bit of a surprise hit this summer you know we talked about how cult of the lamb was a surprise hit it sold over a million copies well we now have another game that kind of came out of nowhere called wow i I actually had to look and find the name because i already forgot it so it's called two point campus because it's a fair name (laughs) it's it's a hard name to remember it's a simulation game where you build and staff and run your own college campus now, a little bit of background, because I didn't know that this had ties going back to Theme Park and Theme Hospital. Did you guys play those back in the day?
0: I did. I played Theme Park a long time ago.
1: Did I've not played any of these
0: games. Two Point Hospital, Two Point Campus, Two Point something. I feel like there's been a lot of these games. These are just not my style of games, to be honest. It's a lot of decorating houses and rooms and sim-type stuff. I, I'm not a fan of The Sims. Uh, You know, it's funny that this is getting... I watched a video because I was like, well, what am I missing out on? And then I watched a video and I got bored within like the first couple minutes. So it's like, I think this is just not a Josh-type game. Um, And I've not ever played any of them, to be honest. Yeah, I watched the video and I read the article. I had to read the article twice and I'm still not even sure what it's talking about because I think (laughs) I dozed off four times. I think most of the article is actually about Two Point Hospital, which is the same game, but with a hospital, not a... Not a, you're not a superintendent or a
1: whatever Kansas. you call the head of a college. The dean. <laughs> dean? That dean. guy. Dean so, Pritchard. Okay, so you guys, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that you guys didn't play more theme park and theme hospital. Theme park was like the biggest game for a couple years. And there were always debates between me and my friends, whether you liked Roller Coaster Tycoon or if you liked theme park. I was always more of a theme park guy. And then when theme hospital came out. I loved it. I used to always bring the disc over to my girlfriend's house and we would play on their computer. I'd bring it back home and play it on mine. And the guys who created those games went and created their own studio and they ended up making two point hospital a couple years ago, which I guess was a modest success. And now that they've come out with this one for two point campus, it has now sold over a million units in the last two weeks. And it's enormously popular. Even the developers have tweeted saying we're really overwhelmed by just this huge support for the game. We really appreciate it. I love simulation games like this. It's very funny to me to hear Josh describe a simulation game as just doing decorations in a house, because that's not at all what this game is. (laughs) This is where you have to actually build bathrooms, classrooms, science labs, And you have all these different options of how you want to run all those things. You have to hire janitors and teachers. You have to uh, build the dorms. And one of the things that make it very cool is all of your staff and students have procedurally generated traits that make them interact with one another very differently. In that regard, it's a lot like RimWorld. And so you could end up hiring two teachers that have certain traits that they butt heads, and now they're not happy if they have to work together. That kind of stuff is built into this as well. So it's very much a simulation game, but I was just surprised to see that this one had so much success. The only negative thing I can read about it online is that they say, if you already played a lot of Two Point Hospital, this really is just a reskin, and it's very much the same gameplay mechanics. But for someone who hasn't played it before, it seems like a pretty fun game. Uh,
0: uh, uh, what? Uh, sorry. I just woke up from a short nap. Um, (laughs) Paul, 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 go ahead and let Josh and I know how this one is. I, I, it's funny because and i don't mean to troll you paul but you know i love it any chance i get it's it's like uh, you know i commented about placing furniture and trash cans in the video for this article they literally show somebody placing a trash can next to some urinals in a bathroom <laughs> yeah. I, I mean that's literally what they showcase they can't
1: all, and, what, we, all all you're gonna play are rpgs for the rest of your I, life you really, gotta but have i'm some just saying variety. why do i, I want to put trash cans in bathrooms <laughs> why I, is that a thing why do you want to shoot demons in Doom? I because don't know. It can, I can't do that like, in real life. I can put a trash
0: can in my bathroom in real life, but that's work. I don't want to do that in a video game.
1: I I guess I'm just shocked at how – and I know this is kind of a funny episode to say this because I was the one that was so cool on <laughs> Flintlock. But, like, I I love games. I love all genres of games, and it's weird to me that you guys are so closed off to entire genres – Like, I don't know. I just love games. Nine out of ten games, I love. I'll tell you you why. I'm not a decorator. I'm terrible at decorating. Neither am I. I've never decorated and, anything in my and life. And
0: I don't like games that mimic life. Like I play video games to escape life. I don't play video games to mimic life. I don't want to design a bathroom. I don't want to change out a trash can or be like, oh, I forgot to put a trash can in this bathroom and now these people are mad at me. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to do it's like why I don't play like power wash simulator and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, if I'm gonna spend time power washing something, I'm gonna do it in real life and at least get, you know, credit from my wife for it instead of like doing it in a video game <laughs> yeah no joke um in my humble bundle last month um which not a sponsor by the way but I, I pay them like 20 bucks a month then i get like 9 or 12 free games well i guess i get 20 dollars you get it they're not free but i got lawnmower simulator and i okay. played it for like two hours one afternoon on um on my my steam deck and I was like, what am I doing? Why am I why am I doing this? I'm mowing someone's lawn. And I got to the point where I've got to, I upset them because I took the hedger and I, I killed one of their plants. And they're like, we're not paying you $50. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And so I, I actually can see myself maybe picking this up because the hype is so high and maybe playing it on the Steam Deck just to kill some time. I could see myself doing that a little bit, maybe. But mostly, I'm going to be thinking this isn't SimCity, so it's
1: not the same thing. <laughs> it definitely looks like a good game for the Steam Deck, which I'm assuming it yeah. runs on. It looks like the perfect kind of mobile game. Like, I yeah, would have to. Yeah. G- yeah,
0: I will give I will give these credit. I know that sim games are super relaxing for a lot of people. Like that, I get. Like, the, I don't need to be competitive. I don't have to be on edge. I don't have to have super fast twitch reflexes. Like, there's something cathartic about just designing something and kind of having a hand in the game and then letting. the the game kind of just flow, I guess. Like, I, I get it. It's just not for me is the thing. Yeah. The one thing I do love about games like this is if you're ever like, hey, I'm going to my friend's house at four o'clock and it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You're like, I just need to kill the next two hours because I'm so excited about something coming up. These games do kill time very quickly. And that's one of the reasons I would play it is like you just get lost in the game. And then all of a sudden it's time to go to that fun thing you want to do.
1: Yeah, see, I think in a lot of ways, this is actually better escapism than your first person shooters, because it's a little bit more of a passive role where you are building things and you're setting philosophies and prices and hiring workers and all that. But then you get to see the fruit of that labor as you make a lot of money, and it makes you feel successful. Like, that's why a lot of people love playing these games. And that is the form of escapism. But I get that that's not for everybody.
0: You know what makes me feel really successful? Ripping the head head off of a demon, (laughs) shoving a grenade down its throat, putting its head back on, and then kicking him into a group of other demons. That's where I'm like, man, you know what? I am a successful guy right now.
1: <laughs> uh, I just like some variety in my games. I like a little bit of everything. So that's, uh, that, that's, I, I love a good simulation game. There's some good ones out there. All right. Well, I think that is all we are going to cover here for this week. We really appreciate you guys tuning in for this week in gaming. If you do not already follow us on socials, come follow us on Twitter and Instagram at multiplayer pod. Um, uh, those are largely, Uh, done by Michael. He would love to hear from you guys there. We'd also love to have you join our free Discord server. There's a link in the episode description. We'd love you to come say hi. All three of us are very active in there along with a really fantastic community. It's the best community ever is what it is. It it really, really is. And, uh, also we will be back with a quick take episode on Saturday. And then after that, we'll have a bonus round episode on Monday. Should be a blast. We can't wait for you guys to tune back in for that. And I think that's all we have to cover today. I think that s- covers everything.
0: I'm so sad. I'm so sad because we're done recording <laughs> we're done for recording. the day. And
1: I just want to... I love recording. I love talking
0: about video games. Can, can, <laughs> even bad video games where you just watch people play trash cans. Can you guys just whisper Elden Ring and God of War mashup to me as we as we close out the show? Elden Ring and God of
1: War mashup. <laughs> oh, oh, ASMR. Wow. We made an ASMR episode, guys. Oh, there you go. Elden Ring. all right well thanks everyone for listening we will see you all next time until then happy gaming cheers all All right see everybody